There is a ton of concepts that we have come across in the 140 plus books that we have read. Even more. And many of those concepts overlap and complement one another, providing a whole new perspective. So what Mark and I are going to be doing for the next few episodes, if not forever, is to provide (laughs) you with a unique perspective. And we're going to coin the term knowledge stacking. That's where we use multiple concepts to create a more powerful one. Without further ado, let's get right into it. This is the Needle Movers Podcast. Wait, tell me about habit stacking, because that's like the original. Which book was that? Atomic Habits or...? That was Atomic Habits. And what what it basically said was that uh, habit stacking is when you put one habit on top of the other. So, for example, my perfect go-to stack is I drink coffee in the morning. If I'm going to be doing any other routines, I'm going to stack the habit after the coffee. So that basically I'm associating a new action with something that is pretty much automated in my in my system. It's funny. So it's it's so simple, but with work, we'll extrapolate that to be into our other fields. And I'm not going to take any credit here because you came up with the idea of knowledge stacking from that, right? Actually, there was also a second part of that. Okay. There was skill stacking from uh, yes. Steve Bartlett. Yes, I knew skill stacking too, yeah. So skill stacking was all about taking a look at where you're heading, your career, entrepreneurial journey, etc., and looking at not just your core skills. So for example, if you're in marketing, you're not just going to be interested in, well, actually, you could be just interested in uh, um, doing videos, um, social media advertising, uh, how to choose the right colors, et cetera, et cetera. But if you really want to stand out, because let's be realistic, if you only know those three skills, there's going to be a lot of experts that are probably going to be better than you. Um, and if you really want to stand out, what you want to be doing is that we are going to be looking at what else you can add onto that uh, skill stack to really make you stand out. So for example, if you can also do writing and you can also be a copywriter and yeah. if you can also uh, perhaps look public at speaking uh, public speaking and doing all those other bits and pieces, suddenly you've got a different skill stack that really stands you out from the crowd. So another way I, I think I always used to think of this when I was studying at school uh, is, and I didn't know what to call it then, but it was like, why didn't teachers teach us lessons in songs or in raps or like if they basically if you like stacked the and that's what people do with like there's chemistry raps or something once it's in a song it can be memorable once it's in a script or something it can be memorable but if it's in just format and phrasing it's not as memorable okay right right here i wish that i could um i had alexa in my room i would ask alexa to rap about science and i kid you not (laughs) it has a rap that it does and it's about science (laughs) I didn't know that was actually a thing that Alexa did. I, 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 oh, and I took Alexa out of my room, thankfully. I, um, have seen a number of these ones, but it's for like much younger kids, like primary school, elementary school kids, where the teacher just happens to be really good with the lingo and they'll wrap things or there's books on it or there's a, YouTube person, which I'm sadly failing to remember the name, but he's made raps on like Free Little Pigs and all these things. But it's the most memorable way to like take consume information, at least for me, if I'm a I'm a audio learner. Like that's why I like audio books and stuff. But if you some ways you do with images, but it's still it's stacking two things. So that's how some people even remember better, right? Where they stack the skill or they stack the information with something else that allows it. That's where um mind palaces. You know how like 
uh, Darren Brown talks about this and like a number of uh, magicians and people who have really good memories talk about how they make a mind palace where they put a room in their brain yeah. where they can go and pull information out. And that's like stacking uh, imagination with information to like save and hoard things. And I think it happens a lot of the time. Um, and it's funny because on our episodes where we've been recording or when we're just genuinely talking, to be very honest, we'll always notice the overlaps because there are so so many books <laughs> and i'm not even just going with self-help or self-improvement or self-development i mean even fictional random books where there are concepts theories or just personality types that as like stack with something else it could even be they complement each other it could be that they um are literally overlapping in terms of what they're saying it's just very apparent once you've like noticed it or once you've heard it once you're like oh that's from that book and some books we've read, we've even gone over, we'll notice that the author will mention another book, right? Like, oh yeah, Stephen King. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the, the concept of taking it, I guess, from habit stacking to skill stacking, I'm pretty sure skill stacking may have come from habit stacking. I don't know. <laughs> but to the point of knowledge stacking, I guess, is the the development, which I think is super curiously cool. <laughs> Uh, it, it is cool and we've done a couple of episodes where we have uh have actually used knowledge stacking without uh almost like being aware of it and uh like you know rec- recalling it and naming it is basically the episode where we talk about how we can implement lean six sigma um lessons such as uh tim food for example which is the different ways or different types of waste and applying that to your personal productivity so that you can clear up some of the activities that happen in your day. So this is an example of knowledge stacking. So you're basically Mm. using a concept from an industry, which is manufacturing, applying it onto your personal productivity in order to generate more free time in your day. It's, it's, it's funny or it's, yeah, I think it can be funny if you do it with two different, like two totally juxtaposing, juxtaposing books. Um, But also whenever I thought of, and every time we've had conversations and I'm just like, uh what's it called habits you can always seem to stack that with something or a lot of books where they're like sleep is important there's a whole book on why we sleep so they'll give you like some it's like getting surface level with one book and then depth level with the book that matters and then that's how you can apply it like getting an action which so many books have where it's like here's an action go away and do this build this habit because you've got intention and then there's a whole book on actually if you want to build habits so taken as an example say why has nobody told me this where they're talking about practicing gratitude and doing things for purpose but then you take on like the atomic habits where you habit stack that with something so i don't really talk about gratitude now i'm expected to journal so now i remember every time i like wake up or while i'm eating my breakfast i'm able to write something down you've now stacked that with your habit and therefore you're more likely to do it versus if you just take one one book and be like that's it and also it's i always mention this there's so many actions you're supposed to take from every book i don't know anyone or if everyone manages to just pause, stop reading, do every single action from every book they take. <laughs> like, uh, and it's impressive because if you go on Instagram, you'll see a lot of pages where they like highlight, write, or note something down. Uh, and, and I think to some extent, picking up on that point about, I'm not sure if everyone has an action, everything they read from books. I, I think you raise a good point, but also I think 
a lot of the self-help books and uh, let's call them self-help books. They, they, they range in a number of different topics. They, they almost fail sometimes to provide a holistic message. They will say, okay, the way forward is to do this one thing. And if you apply this one thing, you'll be as great as, uh, I don't know, Gordon Ramsay, but whatever. Yeah. And the problem with that is that, um, yes, it, it might be one of the, one of the key things that that person has done in order to uh, achieve a goal or become successful, et cetera. But it's kind of missing out on all the other elements, or perhaps it's missing out on something that will enable you to apply that concept a lot more simply. So going back to the example around applying a Lean Six Sigma methodology to your personal productivity, there is a lot of gurus out there that will talk to you about how to implement techniques in order to be more productive in a day. But not a lot of them will give you the holistic image around how do you actually find those gaps of times or how do you find things that work for you. They will try to get you to apply perhaps a particular tool, but not look, get you to look at it holistically. And I think that's where knowledge stacking can be quite useful in a way. I think also, like you're saying with the holistic route, what comes to mind is the exercise where people are like, it's not how, it's not, it's where you get to rather than how you get there. And so you know your destination and what tool you choose to get there is up to you. So these books might provide a like reduced perspective or reduced scope saying, here's how you get there. Just do this one. Whereas there's a whole plethora of options, which is the route is not as fixed, let's say, and that's beneficial. I'm talking very like high level, but if we take it in terms of, so that's why I liked exercise as an option where it's like, your goal is to reduce your weight, whatever. And the book that's telling you that is you just need to be determined. You just need to be motivated. Now go out and run. You hate running. <laughs> like you like everything it's saying, but the option it gave you was run, do high intensity interval training, something like that. And then there's a whole different book on nutrition and there's another one on weight. And so you can knowledge stack to be like, oh, so this one told me the way to focus and see the goal. This one told me how to get there with other options like that I more, much more prefer. And then you can stack that knowledge in a way that is actually to your benefit. And so I, I think of it in terms of if someone was teaching you to fish and they only gave you a fishing rod and the that's all you was doing. And then you see someone come with a net and just grab a bunch and you're like, I didn't even know there was an option. <laughs> and it's the, I think that's where it's way beneficial in terms of how you can use knowledge from other books or from other sources. I won't even limit it to books because there's TED Talks, there's YouTube videos, there's podcasts, there's podcasts like ours, and then there's books on top, which all um, make a difference, I think. And, you know, you might be listening up until now, you must be thinking, okay, those guys are talking out of their asses, they don't know what they're talking about. You know, you're entitled to your own opinion. However, we've seen in the probably last five to ten years, this very concept actually benefits some industries. So if you look at uh, companies such as Revolut, for instance, or Monzo, those are fintech companies. They, they, that's essentially like the marrying of two industries together, the marrying of someone who knows about finance as well as someone that knows about technology. And when they come in together, we end up with fintech companies that have reimagined the financial system being used as an app or being used as a technology company, which has actually benefited a ton of people. I mean, Mark, you are, I think, both a Revolut and a Monzo user, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. And would you say that there is a huge difference between your normal bank account and uh, your Monzo bank account? I only use Monzo. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> my my you bank go. account is to make sure I'm on the list, but, but Monzo is my favorite. Uh, but yeah. why? why? Why is that? 
Well, even though I feel like um, I'm going to call them brick and mortar bank accounts have tried to like up their speed. But before they did anything, freezing your card, making sure you could see the buckets in which you're spending, all those trackers and things have been and even sharing or requesting money have been simplified with these fintech uh, banking apps. Whereas now I see the original, let's say, bank accounts slowly trying to integrate some of those things. Like I'm impressed that they're even allowing me to freeze my card. Whereas and so and also because I could just transfer money to it with such speed, I can then take that out. And if it gets lost, I'm I'm feel more, much more secure. I can freeze it. I can check what's happening. I can reverse charges. I can flex a charge. You have so many options. So it's just given me like a lot of uh options that I can consider, I think. It's made my life easier. And uh, I mean, I, I've got under quite similar circumstances, the ability to freeze a card, for instance, you might think it's really obvious, but I really don't want to be calling the bank from abroad because the ATM in Sicily has eaten a card, which is what happened to me. All mm. I had to do was log into the app and, and lock it. And I mean, I'm not, I'm not here to talk about Mons or Revolut or whatever, but, what I'm, <laughs> <laughs> but what, what I'm here to talk about is the, is the potential that knowledge stacking has got. And this is probably what we want to be taking away in terms of moving forward. So one thing I want to differentiate as well is like, and tell me if you agree here, is the differentiation between, okay, there's habit stacking, there's skill stacking, there's knowledge stacking. Habit stacking is two habits you try and stack together. One that you want to do and and one that you're already doing or one that you don't want to do and eliminating it with something that you're already doing. It Like you, you, can, you can block it by saying, oh, that's something I already do and intercepting it. That's habits. When it comes to skills, it's Typically, two skills you have that you're able to be, instead of, say, your top 10%, top 10%, you're now in the 1% who do both those skills because you stack them together and it's a way that makes you, like, advanced. And it's the, I feel like the key differentiator is that they are skills that you have. <laughs> like, you're able to, you get these skills and you're able to stack them. Whereas knowledge, now knowledge is where you are learning. This is the preemptive that gets you to either of those zones. You might be reading a book on habits and it's telling you, hey, you want to stop smoking? This is a good habit to take up. Do these things. And then you've read another book on why we sleep and you've just realized that, wait, I can compound these two things to make sure that it both bolsters both of them. I can see how they interact and do things with that knowledge. And it's like the preemptive stage, I think, that is super crucial in like advancing or building or bettering yourself. And that's where I think it's a nice nice lane where you get to think about... um knowledge stacking in in the in terms of how it's different and yet still powerful and, and in a way the the another way in which this can be looked at is almost uh defining it as a blue ocean kind of strategy right mm. uh if we think back to to the circus a few years back every single circus did exactly the same thing they had animals they had people um, I don't know, fencing, fencing a lion with a chair or whatever. And then Cirque du Soleil came around and they've actually implemented um, ac- acrobats, they've uh, implemented music, they implemented like a number of things that uh, was the happening in the shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Um, which redefined a market that was already fairly stagnant. And in a way, knowledge stacking can do something quite similar. So you've got all the books that talk to you about many different things. You've got books about habits. You've got books about how to, uh, I don't know, how to learn about your finances. You've got books that t- talk to you about, uh, I'm going to turn around and look at my library. 
Nothing useful so far. Mark, you don't have it. all those books there, and you can't <laughs> find those anything. Books, they're all useless. <laughs> <laughs> you just talked about categories, basically. What did uh, you say? Finance, habits, um, mental. Okay, self improvement, self discipline, self esteem, me- me- mental health, self esteem. Yeah. yeah, exactly. And they all talk about the topic inside of. And I think what really helps is to look at the broader aspect. And when you start looking at the broader aspect, you're able to merge into topics. And as you say, Mark. Um, get a lot more value out of it, and that value, I think, can uh, can open up a whole new market or can o- open up a whole new perspective on uh, on life or on your work or on your personal life, etc. A couple books that come to mind that are outside but still inside this gap is like okay, you can think of books on sex or think of books on like getting leads and generating sales. And then the fact that, okay, don't stack those two. That'll be, unless, <laughs> unless you're on OnlyFans, <laughs> go ahead and do your wildest thing. I, I was just wondering where you were going to get with that. <laughs> <laughs> but I meant like, it, it doesn't have to be limited to self-improvement is one thing I really want to advocate. If you're like, how can knowledge stacking even be something for me? Uh, and here in this blue ocean, that's nice and dandy, but how is that something I can do or benefit from? It's literally by now you've most likely, especially if you listen to us, read a book or two and it's, taking those principles even as far-fetched as they might seem to your benefit in terms of well i just read a hundred million uh dollar leads but i've also i've already read the goal right and now i've got these two major books on with major principles and some of them complement each other and some of them i didn't realize could benefit each other if i put them together and that's where it comes into a number of different ways. And I think that's something we should explore. <laughs> I'm talking to you now, Val, where we can go in and just drive uh, checking. And I think it should be fun. Like th- th- it could be fun to see what might have been left on the table because every book is going to be a tunnel vision guaranteed. It's the v- vision of the author, which is great, but then having the opportunity to combine, and maybe the second book is by the same author. There are so many books by Malcolm Gladwell. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's just have, being able to take both aspects and, yeah, combine them in a way that's really, really um, beneficial to yourself. And, and I think that's, I think, the proposal we're moving forward with. So already at the beginning of the year, we said, let's focus down on 20 minutes episode. And now what we're saying is, let's diversify from what everyone else does. So there's a ton of people that talk about book summaries, book key concepts, there's a ton of YouTube videos. Please don't leave us. I know there is other people. <laughs> um, but um, what I'm getting to is let's provide a different perspective. Let's let's make this unique. Let's make this more value-added. And uh, let's take those multiple concepts, marry them together, and provide something even more valuable that uh, that our listeners can take away and uh, and use uh, in, a, in a think big type situation uh yeah so going forward that's exactly what we'll do join us along the journey if you have any books that you want to recommend please send them through find ones that you think are tricky because i do like the challenge of seeing if there are points or if they just do not mesh um but also i think it's really it's it's like an exercise i feel people are trying to do mentally without the intent like you already knew and maybe you read the chimp paradox and then you read um, Start With Why. And you knew there was similarities, but you never did knowledge stacking. And this is an opportunity for us to like go in and deep dive into things like that that give us the opportunity to explore that and see actually the... the Oh God, this is like Dragon Ball Z Fusion Hut. <laughs> see where, where we confuse them 
and make a Gotenks or Gogeta or something or other that uh, will be much more powerful when combined. And just to leave you with, uh, I guess, some things that were to come or some things to reflect on, here is like a handful of examples. So if you take neurology and decision-making in marketing, that brings in a whole new perspective around how neurology can determine the things that you do, your marketing to sell your product as an entrepreneur. Mm. If you look at uh, psychology and gaming, you suddenly got uh, gaming theory or uh, a gamified environment, and you can uh, make advantage of a gamified platform in order to make it more engaging or even perhaps make training of employees more engaging. Mm. If you take... uh, environmental design and mental health suddenly you can look at how you can change your home to create a better environment for yourself in order to be more productive or be more restful or how you can perhaps plan your environment in such a way that uh, you you are happier it conduces you to be uh, more effective what you do so there's a number of different topics that can come together and of course what i mentioned earlier as well about taking the lean principles and how you apply them to your personal life to be more productive and less wasteful. So talking about Blue Ocean and bringing that back uh, and aligning it with skill stacking, this reminds me of a YouTube video I saw, which it's a shame because it always comes to mind, but I don't actually watch it because I know it or I don't feel it's pertaining to me. And what it was, was this YouTuber who has taken the skills and application of what tech reviewers do, where they do an unboxing, an unwrapping, uh, uh, like a lovely camera setting where it's over the top and you can see literally overhead and you can see the, the thing coming out and being shown and clear and crystal and then doing a review of it. And the thing that they're reviewing, which is wild to me, is exam papers. <laughs> and I was just so in awe just knowing that that exists. But I'm aware the reason why I'm like, it's not for me Though it is super interesting to see. Uh, sorry, it being- sorry, sorry. I, I, can, I can imagine the viewers like looking at that uh, particular video, taking the number two pencils, going, ah, exams. <laughs> I mean, if they unbox, there's probably someone unboxing pencils too. But with that, like, I'm thinking the only people who'd be interested, or the in my mindset, is like teachers or students. If if she goes through the actual papers, I'd have been interested like 20, 10, 15 years ago. But, um, like seeing that i saw what was a super red ocean because there's so much there's even a channel called unbox therapy there's so many tech reviewers who just unbox and show what the new product is like the apple iphone 15 came out so many reviews came out within space of like a couple hours and then like when people get their new ones they're gonna unbox and say look at my brand new whatever i've not seen this done which is where you've taken something from the red put it to the blue of like this is exam papers no one else is doing this, right? But the skill to be able to, but then she's skill stacking because, of course, to be like a YouTuber, you have to be able to talk. You have to be able to make it presentable. You have to be able to edit and make sure it's clear, cl- cut, clarity, all of those things. So, and her knowledge is an exam. She didn't try and differentiate it. She said, I'm going to go on YouTube. I'm going to make something that is like up within my avenue, but also I'm going to take the application from this set whole different field which still provides value and uh, i like i applaud it i respect it it stays in my head it lives rent free and i'm not kicking it out anytime <laughs> soon I, I probably will look it up i hope someone else does but that to me is like taking blue ocean and skill stacking uh, and making it knowledge stack by making that that link and i'm pretty sure they're very successful pretty sure of it 
it's a shame because I know Answer in Progress is probably the YouTube channel that made me no aware of them because they asked her a question, but I do not remember what the channel they asked the question was. <laughs> no, it, it's great, right? Because it, it's a whole new field uh, in a way that she created, which is mm. um, wrapping exam papers, but at mm. the same time, it utilizes uh, the skill set that she has uh, mm. in, in a totally different light, but also the skill set that she has. It's a it's, you know, recording, videoing, and publishing YouTubes, um, also creating the content, so copywriting in some sense, and also knowledge on the, on the exam paper. So in terms of, like, if you look at that as a skill stack, that's been then utilized to create, like, this whole new market, which is, which is amazing. And here is the inception point in some way. I guess to some extent, that's what we're trying to do as well, right? So we're mm-hmm. trying to take the concept of... Uh, of knowledge stacking, which is probably something that I'm going to say like we coined, but not really. <laughs> and uh, marrying that together with uh, with podcasts by taking two books together and doing so so that it delivers a third element of value, which is uh, even more value added for, uh, for our listeners. So hopefully you will take this away. You will enjoy. Hopefully it'll be useful. Let us know. Write to us. I know there is a few of you listening and uh, we've not received any messages yet. So please do write to us. Uh, we love uh, We love to hear. But uh, as always, I've been uh, one of your hosts, Valerio Tommaso. And I'm Mark Jasons. Until next time. Adios. We did not invert <laughs> this, did we? <laughs> I see you disgusted look saying, until next time. <laughs> like, why did I say that? I'm keeping this all in, by the way. Uh, and yes, we have had questions from dirty. listeners, by the way. I feel dirty. Yeah. Okay, you can, here's what, you can say that piece. We have had questions. They just come direct. Send it through our channels. We've got Instagram for a reason. We've got um, all these social medias on our website for a reason. But I'll let you actually sign off the way we always do. Until next time. Adios. <laughs> oh, feels so much better. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.